Hey y'all, it's your girl Nadia Nadi, aka Fierce Lady, and welcome back. And first, I'd like to apologize for being MIA. I've been going through Ramadan, and then I was spending time with my family. I had my internship going on, so a lot has been happening. But we're back, and I'm hoping you all will love the new layout of the website where you find everything in one place. And yeah, easily to navigate and yeah, I'm able to expand my creativity and build up my audience and my network. So today we have a new episode, new podcast story where I feature the one and only Miss Jamila El Jabri, founder of Life in Mombasa. So before we go in deeper, can you tell us who is Jami or Jamila? Well, I don't even know where to start, but um, I think I'm a person of many things. Um, of course, I was born in Mombasa. Um, I, I grew up here. Um, in a nutshell, um, I did my primary in Kenya high school in Saudi Arabia and then I did my university in America. Um, I graduated in 2011 from university in Minnesota, USA. Then I came back to Kenya, worked a little bit in a bank for four years, then I had quit my job, started a digital agency that didn't succeed and um, yeah, and then I went back to employment about last year. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm more known about because of life in Mombasa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. And what are your hobbies? I mean, we want to know you <laughs> first. Um, talk yeah, about that. so uh, my hobbies um, I like traveling, mm-hmm. uh, reading books, watching movies. Um, I'm kind of a nice person, I would say. <laughs> uh, Down to earth, mm-hmm. cool, you know. Um, yeah, and I am into photography. I love photography just because you capture moments and you showcase something through photography. photography. Okay, and if you don't mind me asking, what made you come back to Kenya or Mombasa? Um, I think after graduated, um, I was at that time like the, there was the new constitution in Kenya and there's all these new things happening you know so I was like I want to be part of the change that's happening right now so I wanted to come back to Kenya and be part of the change yeah and did, did you experience any part of that change or is it still progressing it's, it's still progressing <laughs> but I think we're somewhere ah, okay okay yes. so let's talk about women entrepreneurs in Mombasa What's your perspective of women women entrepreneurship in our dear Mombasa? Um, wow, I think okay, I think it's really hard. Like, cause we're still in a patriarchal society, so I think it's hard for a woman to be out there. You know, trying to create like a multinational company. Like, okay, I've seen like small scale people like make it, but I think like in terms of if you want to go big, like a like a big company, it's really hard because at the end of the day, it's a male-dominated industry, like being a business person. So like people, you see a lot of people who own businesses, they own with their husbands because it's the only way to progress mm-hmm. because we're still in a patriarchal society where a man is, you know, does 
dominant. Soul dominant, yeah. Okay, and do you think like so it's what you're trying to say, it's like fear that stops women from you know, expanding broader when it comes to their businesses. No, it's not fear. It's just that, like, you get obstacles. You get people who don't want to support. People who, like, if they know it's a woman, they don't because yeah. you're a woman. You don't know. Like, that's not your thing. Your thing is to stay at home and be a wife. It's not yeah. business. So you won't know. Like, they feel like you'll fail, fail because, you know, you won't deliver because it's not your thing. You're mm-hmm. a woman. Your, your thing is to stay home, take care of kids, husband, and stuff like that. So it's more of, they, would you say they give up too soon? Because, I mean, when you look at entrepreneurship as a whole, it's hard out there. Whether you're a woman, you're a man, it's hard. And a lot of times people don't support entrepreneurs until they see them getting to a certain point. point. Yeah. So true. don't you think maybe women in Mombasa are just giving up way too soon and they're letting like society come inside them? Like, I mean, for those who they attach themselves to their husbands, don't you think... If they could just work together and the husband could just encourage them more, then we would break this habit. I think, I mean, there are women entrepreneurs who are doing, like, amazing stuff. Mm. They have big, uh, like, I mean, good companies and Mm. businesses that are doing really, really well. And they're doing it single-handedly. They are there, you know. I I can't deny that. Of course, yeah. But I think it's still hard because you have to prove that you can do it. Like, at the end of the day, like, they can do it, but it's like you have to prove that you can do it. That that's even, that's the hard part. But then Mombasa and Nairobi are the same thing. I, I mean, we are just one hour away by flight. Yeah. These days, four hours by train. And I think eight hours by bus. Yeah. And you have amazing entrepreneurs in Nairobi. You know, you have like uh, Julie Gishuru, you have Gina Dean, you have Terian Tibet, you have Carolyn Tuku. So why can't Mombasa breed one? Um, that's what, what I'm what saying. The they, okay. One, like... They are there, right? Mm, they That's are what there. they rule. Two, um, I think, two, we have to think about culture. Like, we still come from a Muslim culture where you can't be out there, you know? Is that the Muslim religion or the culture of Mombasa? Um, we have to... I mean, in Dubai, they are yeah. women who are, who are big. No. Even in Mombasa, there are women yeah. who are big, but most because like okay, for example, I've done I've done two interviews on life in Mombasa, two women who have like good businesses, yeah. but they didn't. You know, like how I do Gina Lang when they yeah. put a picture, yes, yes. I, they didn't want a picture. And they're doing amazing, like they have like an amazing company that's doing well, but it's still like, we still come from, it's, I guess it's more cultural, like you can't be out there, you know, it's, it's it's still an issue. So like, that's the thing why people don't know about these people is because of culture. We don't want people to see you out there, your pictures, your, you know, those kind of things. So I think that we need, we still have a long way to go when it comes to opening up people's minds with the culture. Okay. So, in case I got too harm on you, just let me know. <laughs> so, let's talk about creativity. So, creativity and arts are big. In Mombasa, I can see it's really growing. Yeah. You know, so, uh, is there a growth in Mombasa among women in this space, especially? Because um, you are a creative being in yeah. arts. We have Shufai. Shufai Kut? That's yeah. how she calls herself, yes? Yeah. And Farhana. Farhana. We have Spoonful of Honey, honey yeah. to name a few. And you guys recently launched the, what's it called, Mombasa Writers Network. Writers Network. Yeah. But let's talk about women. Is, is it growing among women? 
and what is hindering the women from not growing into creative I arts? think I think women are are like coming you know creating um, content and um, they are coming up but I feel like like most people will be like they have some sort of exposure from outside who are doing it you mm. know mostly like you know somebody studied in UK US or has been to Dubai like somebody who's like open who will be and I, I feel like if you look into the Swahili community, like yeah. it's still, you know, um, like you have to be an accountant, a lawyer, lawyer a doctor. or a doctor. Yeah, something that's yeah. like that will make you money. That's the thing. Like, cause in creativeness does not make you money. That's what the perception in is. In the short run. In the short run, of yeah. course, in the long. But like, if you tell somebody, I'm gonna do this in a creative way, or I'm doing something creative, they're like, why are you doing it? You're wasting your time. You know, you should be doing something, something else, else. You know, exactly. So apart from, of course, being a housewife, like you should get a job at a bank, or you know, you should be a doctor mm-hmm. or something like that. You know. So as a, as a female, both of us are from Mombasa. Uh, what are you? Just give me two suggestions on how we can build our creative arts and kind of change people's mentality. Because a lot of women are creative, you know, out there, especially in Mombasa. But how can we build a, a stronger network and kind of empower and uplift more women to be okay with it? And I'm not talking about exposing. Let's just take the first step, which is just acknowledging that you can do something. something yeah. yeah. I think, of course, one of my my thing is um, working together, because I mean that's the only way we'll help each other grow. You know, like when I met Farhana, like you know, I we did so much together, and look at where she is now. So I believe in that. Like I believe, like we have to help one another in every, in, not only in creative, but even entrepreneurs. You know, because. I mean, we can't, the saying that like women's worst enemy is themselves, yeah. but it shouldn't be that way. Like we should help one another, one another. like grow. And that's the only way like we will grow with creative space mm-hmm. is growing together, you know, working together. Like I've done like, I've done like free photos for like business people, you know, for their companies, for their businesses. So that at least I want to see them grow, you know, yeah. like it's not even about the money at the first, you know, like. I know it's gonna come later, yeah. so like I, I wouldn't mind doing something first time for free, mm, for so free. that they can grow, yeah. you know. Because at the end of the day, like that's the only way we will grow if we support yeah, each if other. We support each other. And you just mentioned. Let's just get out from the question. You just mentioned something about free, like you did free photos. So here's my question. I mean, I've seen your tweets and everything, but my question is, what are you guys doing about the whole um, do this for me for free exposure? Because it, it's still there. The issue Definitely. is still there. So what are people like you doing about it? Like, because I feel like Mombasa, people don't really credit, like, uh, they don't really credit quality. Yeah. You know, and they feel like, if why do they need to pay more for something when they can just do it for free and then they can give someone exposure? Can you, like, just briefly talk to me about that issue? Wow. Okay. For me, um, you know, sometimes you have to wait in. Like... My my biggest problem, I guess, is like the big companies mm-hmm. who are, I mean, making money and then they tell you they do it for exposure. Like, you're going to go make millions and then here you want me to do it for exposure. It's kind of like, but then, you know, there's like, if you see like some companies who are starting up and things like that, um, you can come up with an agreement, you know, like a long-term agreement. Yeah. 
but um, it, it was something like I've been, I mean, dealing with for such a long time is this exposure thing. And I think the best way is you just gotta stand up for yourself. Mm. Like, don't agree. Like, just say, because they came to you because of your work. Exactly. So that means your work is good. So what do they mean by exposure when your your work speaks volume? Like, they got you. So at the end of the day, like, you have to stand and say, like, hey, you came to me because you've seen my work, exactly. not because, like, you just, just, <laughs> you know. Exposure. Yeah. yeah. So, but then if you stand up, they'll know that you're yeah. serious and they'll actually want to work with you. And that's, that's something that I've learned is just stand up your ground, say no. Oh. Like, this is my price. Mm-hmm. It's final. And Take if they go, you. that's it. That's fine. Because at the end of the day, you have to stand up for yourself. Yeah. And and has it like worked for you? Like yeah, like yeah. It, that's what I'm saying. Like something that I've learned. Mm. Like okay. yeah. Okay. So let's talk about something a bit sensitive. Let's talk about politics in Mombasa. So do you think the county needs to invest more in women entrepreneurs and women initiatives to promote the Mombasa woman in order to change how people view or think of the woman in Mombasa? Um. Okay. I think I've seen some programs that like are run by the county for women mm-hmm. or in collaboration you know okay. that have helped but one thing um, I feel that um, there should be a center like a place where women can go to get like resources mm-hmm. and information and all these things because I mean at the end of the day you know it's like you don't know this thing yeah. and you really need help and having a place that has all the resources um books um, mm. financial information mentorship and all these things yeah. like because some women maybe they didn't even go to school but they want to try and be entrepreneurs so like getting that help like will really be nice because you know yeah there's a place they can go to like that helps them grow exactly and i think that will also change the society's Mind, mind because they'll yeah. see it from a much prominent place. Place, yeah. Okay. okay. And so let's talk about my favorite topic, which is feminism. <laughs> what is your take on feminism generally? Um, okay, to me, feminism is the ability to grow mm-hmm. and become what you want. So it's like you you build something for yourself mm-hmm. and for your family. That's to me is feminism. Um, you know. Like you could be, you could even be a stay-at-home mom, but you probably have a business running on the side. That's feminism because yeah. you're doing something for your family and for yourself. You know, yeah. you're you're you you are standing up to be to be something or to do something. You know, um, at the end of the day, it's who you are. You know, like I know a lot of, there's a lot of misconceptions about feminism, but to me, that's that's what feminism is: being able to go out there, help other people. And, and doing something great and building a yeah. nation or building a business and you know creating jobs and all that to me that's feminism okay that's that's good that's also my kind of feminism so how would you mold people's ideology to be positive about feminism and our lifestyles in general oh well um i would say just being great like because we're given like everyone is given 24 hours in a day right exactly. like mm-hmm. and 
it doesn't matter like it doesn't say like or a woman has less hours than a man or things like that fine i understand there's responsibilities and all these things mm. but i think like the only way is to show the world that we can do it like like show the world the positive side and that's the only way i know a lot of people be like oh you're too much out there or you know like that's the only way like i feel for me like most of the time i i, I don't i try to not expose myself like out there like i try to hide but then, what is, and sorry what is this too much out there because i get that a lot i even yeah. get that from my my dad and he's like you're too much out there so what is what is the too much out there when is it too much to be out there if you are doing something that is actually empowering you or it's inspiring someone else yeah but you see like like i said okay like i said we're still in a patriarchal society you know you we have to understand that and just accept it because yeah like you know that's the but like we have to just show the world like like dude i could like for me you see like like with Farhana like I'm really proud of her because she's doing a YouTube channel and she's going all these places and she's always covered you know her arms are like always covered she's wearing a long sleeves and her hijab is on and all that you know and she's still doing all these things so it's like she's still modest and yeah. she's doing all these things so it's like it's fine yeah I think I mean you've mentioned that we just need to accept that but I guess it's true I guess we can use it to advantage like yeah. accept it but at the same time do things and prove to people that even with a patriarchal society, society I could do, do it, it and yeah. I did it so yeah. anybody else can yeah okay so what are your personals what are your personal struggles being a single young woman in Mombasa pursuing her dreams in sectors that aren't really familiar with societal <laughs> wow, this is like the most annoying um, issue for me mm-hmm. or concept. And that's why I had to bring it up. I know, because <laughs> you know that I hate it so much. Um, I don't know, I just feel like in Mombasa, being single is like a curse mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, see, because like most people are like, oh, you're not married, you don't know what life is, you know. Because life is only complete when you have a man. And I'm like, no, it's not. And like, people will disrespect me. And like, people will talk to me badly because like, you're not married. Or like, even like in terms of like, people will not take me serious because you're still single. You don't like, because you're single, you still don't know what to do because you're, you know, you don't have a man and all these things. And it annoys me so much. And I just, I just wish like, yeah so that that's really I, I know right and some i don't know if you've been told this but i've been told like my grandmother told me my grandmother was like okay but just make sure you just don't do too much because you're going to scare away the man and i'm like okay so it's like yeah you know don't be too feminist or don't study too much or just don't look for a job too much without remembering that you know you have i mean of course we know I, if, if someone wants to talk to me about religion, of course, you're told, I think marriage is half of the completing half yeah. of then we get that. But then at the same time, why should I pre- prepare only for marriage? Why can't I prepare for my life, you know, and what I want to do and everything. And like for me personally, every time I come back to Kenya, Mombasa, I feel the pressure of getting married. I'm not even going to lie. I feel the pressure because I'm like, so outside I wasn't feeling and I think it's the same with you when you were in the US I don't think you felt that much pressure but you come here and sometimes you'll be told oh you know you can't be part of this discussion because you don't understand 
or you can't give advice because you don't understand yeah so is is it like people are using being single as a way to just i mean being married as a way to also empower their confidence is it i, I, I think, think so i think so yeah it's more like to because like yeah i have a man you know like and i don't under, like it's such a okay to being married is such an accomplishment in mombasa that um you're like okay and um i mean it's like when you've done something like now you you did the company and then you have life in mombasa you're working you know you're doing everything but it's like now it's not enough it's not enough it's not enough you know as long as you don't have that or you didn't say i do then you know you're still not there you still yeah. have to work hard so yeah. I, I just think we need to help each other as sisters as women as whatever we need to kind of remind ourselves yes we need to we have to or some people don't get married and that's how it it is in life some exactly. people don't get married some people are don't it's, it's, and, and, and that's the thing like um i feel like um yes it's half of teen but then people forget that it's allah's qadr like it allah writes it exactly. whether like i know for a fact like whether you want or not if allah has written it will happen yeah, exactly and even if you want to if allah has not written it not to happen, happen it will not happen you will get happen. so many obstacle things happening until the wedding breaks exactly it, and it i've seen not. it happen so many times yes. and people understand that but still people have to pressure you all the time or they feel like, like you're being up until either you're being too choosy yeah. or you're being rude or you think you think you're better and i'm like it's already said it's maktu it has to be written it's not like i'm saying you and i would of course every woman whoever is saying maybe some people but most women they aspire they want to get married they want to have a family but i think people should just give us a break and this like our society they don't pressure the guys they don't and it's not even the men themselves don't pressure each other see the thing is like even like and honestly like sometimes i'm just like okay um I'll ignore it today. I'm not going to let it bother me. But then it gets to me and I'm just it it sometimes it messes my self esteem. I'm like it makes me sometimes it makes me question myself cuz like people are like, "Oh, you know, you know you you're being choosy before they even ask me what's going on." And I'm like, "Actually, I've I've never been approached with like with family wise, you know. Like no one has ever come and or no one has ever said, "Hey, um I want to marry you." Like it has never happened to me. So um before you judge me. So and then or another thing that annoys me is like the pity to us like Oh, inshallah, what a plenty. Now we we like that annoys me so much because like what about all achievements I've yeah. done? Isn't that enough? And it affects it affects mentally. I won't yeah. lie. Like I won't be here saying I'm strong. Like just a week ago, I think also maybe I was PMSing, but just a week ago, I was feeling bad because I was getting so much pressure from everywhere. And I sat down one day and I was crying. And I was crying because I was like, you know what? I'm tired of being single. Honestly, I was crying and I said, maybe I'm doing something wrong. And this is something I never think about. Yeah. You know, of course I think about, yeah, maybe I'll meet someone, but I never think about how badly I'm so tired of being single. It was until the other day when I heard people from here saying this, 
family members saying that and I was like oh my god then I snapped out of it and I'm like you know what then you get emotional but then you can imagine what I go through because I live in Mombasa right now and it's really mentally all my all my friends my age mates are married with kids I go to a family gatherings like all people talk about is the schools and the teachers and my husband this and then I'm sitting there I'm like have no idea like i stopped going to yeah these such events and stuff because i feel left out and i'm like i'm just gonna waste yeah, like I, I would rather be at home doing something uh-huh. for myself than go to these places i, I barely go because i'm like i, I can't relate it is yes. so it's like even like so many things are like that like even workplace and stuff like that and you, most of the time you're just sitting there like you, you can't relate so like even when you try to say something people shut you down because you don't have their experience yeah. so you're like okay let me just keep quiet and exactly. talk about it I think people don't see how much and you know I always talk about mental health mm-hmm. I say mental health is so important but you know because we don't talk about this thing in Mombasa about mental health and I feel like a lot of women especially they, they suffer from mental health and it's because of these small small things we tell each other and yeah. we don't realize like these small things that you're telling somebody they're affecting yeah. You know, self-esteem wise, mentally, emotionally, physically, some people, you either eat less or eat a lot, Lord, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe we need an intervention or Hopefully. something. Yeah, and then again, it's not well. going to change. It's never going to change. But then even, again, yeah. even like people who are educated, yeah. at the end of the day, they still, like, I mean, I've seen people who have, like, high honors degree you know and they still do think the the same way so it's just it's just a mentality anyway but anyway we also have learned how to ignore it so you know y'all want to make us feel bad it's fine one day if it happens it does happen if it doesn't happen well too bad for both of us (laughs) (laughs) so let's talk about something fun tell me some fun facts about your blog life in Mombasa oh okay I have no idea like I can't think of anything um the only thing that's I don't know if I call it a fun fact, but like when people find out like who life in Mombasa is and they find out like it's me, somebody wearing boy boy, you know. That's a fun fact. And they're like, wait, you, a woman from coast, doing this alone. Like, oh, do you have a team? I'm like, no, I'm doing it alone. You go do all these photos alone. I'm like, yes. They're like okay that's an interesting thing and they, they have people like don't believe like no you're lying also another fun fact is you so you show Mombasa in a very positive way yeah like Mombasa is life in Mombasa is the real Mombasa so during Ramadan and during whatever, yeah. other days just go to her blog lifeinmombasa.com and you'll see everything and to my friends who are coming next year before coming you have to watch this I mean you have to uh, go through her website and see what Mombasa is about, then we'll come here. <laughs> so we talked about marriage and the pressure, whatever. So if you were to advise, to have advice for the ladies who feel the same way, just like you and I, what would you tell them? I honestly have no advice. Like, like, cause I feel like I'm still dealing with it. Like I, I but, but I would just say like, don't let it get to you of course like i'm telling myself mm-hmm. too but also like just do do your best to your abilities as a woman as a daughter you know just as a human being just be your best that way like you feel good because 
you've done something just as a human being do something nice give back to community um, help someone who's in need you know those kind of things it will make you at least be a happy, uh, grateful for your life you know and also find out I think the other advice is forget I mean don't forget but don't focus too much on marriage and finding somebody to complete you before you complete, you complete yourself. yourself. Yeah, definitely. You need to fall in love with yourself first. You need to appreciate yourself and know your worth before you rush into anything. You know, True. and I think that's the one thing we forget to do. True. You know, people go into marriages or relationships or whatever based on how other people perceive them or what yeah. they tell them. So I think you should also do that. Yes. Okay, and um, so let's talk about my book. So what are your thoughts on my book and what message do you take away from reading it? Um, I really loved your book. Like, I think... I feel like this is such a vain question, guys. I know. I'm asking, my, I'm asking her to just tell me. But anyway, continue. <laughs> um, I think like it's made me think a lot about feminism and how... Like, there's this misconception out there still, you know, like, oh, feminists, like, it's like a bad thing and stuff like that. But I think, like, you've demystified that in your book, like, and especially, like, you did it by using also other people's perception, you know, because, like, if it was your own thought, you'd be like, oh, yeah, it's her own thought, but then you had, like, other people contribute, which helped understand in different ways, because people, people... Um, understand it differently you know so I feel like that was like a really great way because people can see the different sides of feminism you know like how we all see it yeah. as feminists or as women yeah you know? especially also with the way guys see it, see it I, yeah I had to put guys guys too yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah so. yes y'all have heard so you guys can go buy my book for those who haven't it's on Amazon yes <laughs> So, who would you want to shout out to and what are your hopes for Mombasa? Wow, if I start doing shout outs, I'm going to be here all day First, long. shout out to me. Of course, <laughs> shout out to Nadia, you know, for letting me be in the podcast. Yeah, I'm she's, so excited. She's actually so. the first person in Mombasa. Okay, after my brother, but I don't count him. But she's the first person shout in Mombasa that I am doing this with. So, I am excited Yay. as well. Yeah. For those who don't know, she actually helped me as well when it was my style brunch. She took pictures, amazing pictures without charging, which I am grateful until today. And she has been helpful. We talk, we've tried to plan stuff, but due to things life. not happening in life and me not being around, which is like one of the biggest hustle, we couldn't. But when I come back, we're definitely going to plan inshallah. more things, inshallah. Definitely. But continue, sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, Mombasa. I have a lot of uh, like I have a lot of hopes for Mombasa. Wait, but you haven't shouted out to other people. Oh yeah, I don't know. Other people like beef with you. you Oh my god, shout outs! (laughs) (laughs) Wow, where will I start? Of course, to my parents for being supportive. Like I'm gonna be like Farhana in her video (laughs) and start crying, you know. Um and to everyone I think it's just like I, I wish I could say all the names of people in my life because a lot of people have been helpful in so many ways not only with my blog but in life and like every every day every step I take like there's always people ready to help me and I'm so grateful for that um, if you're listening to this whoever you are wherever you are 
thank you so much for being in my life and yeah let's i'm just grateful thank you oh you'll need to inspire jamila more she needs to do more you know yes. with life in mombasa and maybe she's gonna grow another baby after life in mombasa we don't yes, know but maybe like a tv show yes you know? yes yes so we have to keep supporting her like you have our, you have my support our support and guys i know this is i was gonna post this in september but i'm telling you guys after this i'm gonna post it because this is an amazing interview before she continues i'm just saying <laughs> wow okay <laughs> um the other thing you said about hopes yeah, for what are your hopes for Mombasa? Okay, um, I think I have. Uh, okay, I know I have a lot of hope for Mombasa. Give us I, two. And um, one of the thing is, I, in terms of art, like that's my biggest thing is art. Um, I, I feel like there's a lot of people doing so many things, but this, there's still this. Um, there's no like a proper place to go, and I'm grateful for Swahili Port Hub which is there to help artists and stuff and you know but I think there's still a long way to go and one of the things I have hope from Mombasa I think this is like generally like what is in Mombasa is jealousy like that's yeah. the one thing that is an issue and my hope is that it goes away like, like but jealousy stop, in what sense like in businesses and in, in workplaces in art especially like artists like I feel like artists will grow so much together if 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 they work together and not be jealous of each other mm. like being envious of each other like oh since is doing this I'm gonna try to sabotage mm. so you know like instead of like working together to promote each other you know like that's like the biggest thing or like you're getting money but then you get an artist but because of your jealousy you decide not to pay them mm. even though you have the money you know, but because you don't want them to grow, so you're like, no, I'm not going to pay them, you know. And that's, like, the biggest issue. And I'm, like, I feel like even in the workplaces, I mean, I've, I've, I've gone through that, like, jealousy, you know. And I just feel like if we all work together in Mombasa, we will grow, like, as a city. Like, it would be, like, the Dubai, you know, of Kenya. Mm -hmm. County zero zero one, you know, <laughs> would be, like, amazing Mombasa. But... I hope jealousy would go. Yeah, then that, that's my hope. But I find it very. I don't know if the word the the word I'll use will offend anyone. I'm sorry, but I find it very dumb. Like people who are jealous of each other, like artists. You know, artists and artists can't grow alone because if you look at it, P Diddy, Jay Z, Kanye, Dr. Dre, Justin Timberlake, to name a few, they didn't grow alone. They had support from one another. I mentioned this because a lot of people from here look up to the yeah, American, American artists. artists yeah. So I feel like in Mombasa especially, if we learn, especially artists, if you guys learn to work together, promote one another, both all of you will be on the same platform. True. And just because somebody is like a bit higher than you, it's okay. Unambiwa is still saying, is it kutangulia siyo kufika? But there's another positive, I think, so you saying. I don't know. But my... To just wrap it up, it's like just because somebody is already there doesn't mean you can't get there. You can get there. Maybe you'll not get as big as him, but you still get there. Yeah. We all have different paths, but we are human beings, you know. We have to work together. I think jealousy is brought out by low self-esteem, maybe. Not being confident in what you have. As long as you value what you have 
especially artists. I know bring, being a creative person is so hard, you know? Yeah. But as long as you value what you have and what you can bring, then I think none of that should be an issue. True. So, thank you so much, Jamie, for being on my podcast. Yay, finally. I hope I did not drill you with uh, a lot of um, questions. And do you have anything else you want to say? Just a short saying. Um, I think I'm good. I had this. Is, this was amazing. Like just talking about these things, and um, yeah, like just kind of discussing it. So you know, maybe like putting in, it out there in Mombasa, you guys yeah. will, can have a. It's either a channel or a radio station where you guys would speak about different things. You can. Yeah. You can actually start that. Hopefully. Let it not be in Swahili. I mean, I know we all speak Swahili, but. Maybe in English and maybe English and Swahili, yeah, so that English you guys can, yeah, English yeah. And Swahili, so you can go further as yeah. well and not just be in Mombasa. So Definitely. thank you for being on Nadi Nadi. Thank you. And yes, I'm looking forward to working with you more, inshallah, in the future. And in case you need any support or anything, you have my full support thank you. and everything. So cool. thank you. Bye. <laughs>